Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. Okay, there we go. All right, we started the recording. I don't. Ha- I have no idea what we're talking about today. Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, I do. I got outvoted, <laughs> and we're talking about lyrics, so that's not my area of expertise. So we have with us, drum roll please, we have Jamie Vendera, Ryan Wall, and Claude LaRoche. We have, I don't, actually Claude, I don't think we've had you on the podcast yet before. No, that's the first. Oh, here we are, first I'm time. too much trouble, you know, you don't want me to anger <laughs> right. I speak too much. No, so, this, was a, this was a perfect one for you, but for man, you, you still have more to add. Uh, go ahead. You can you could tell about Claude, and then you got to add what Claude said. You got to start the podcast with that. Okay, so yes. oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> Claude uh, started out as a member of the academy, and now he's part of the staff. And he has uh, let's see, he's been running our what the fellow songwriter workshop. Um, and so he, along with Tiago Costa, have been running the songwriting group, and they've been working with singers who are in the academy to help them write songs. And currently, you can tell us more about this, Claude, but I believe you guys are now just wrapping up the third song. Um, yeah, each person, 100 days of work of songwriting. Oh, People boy. Like crazy. <laughs> so, and uh, nice. the results are fantastic. But w- that's why what when you said what you are about to say, I said, you have to start with this because it's okay. fantastic. So, oh, God. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> so so I didn't sign up for this for this workshop, and uh, I don't have personally a huge interest in doing songwriting myself. I know, big bummer, right? I know we're all dying to hear me write a song. But the reason is because I don't like cliche, and I feel like if I were to write a song, or my lyrics would include something like, uh, what did I say? Hold, uh, hold me close and don't ever let me go, or something. Like, to me, that just sounds very cliche and i don't really want to it's like if when a, when a novel a horror story starts with it was a dark and stormy night that's what i think of and but i and i know if i were to start writing something eventually i'd come up with something nicer <laughs> but i don't really feel like going through that process right now i'm busy well, you, you said before we started recording you said and i would feel bad if i was critiquing a singer and and they wrote those exact lyrics and how you know I, i'd hate to put them down and I said, I can beat that, though, because uh, learning to write lyrics is a, is a lifelong process. You get better as you go. And some of my first lyrics were, I got a rocket in my pocket, want to stick it in her socket. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you beat that. I mean, so That's pretty how, good, though. I how mean. 80s, cheesy, stupid, nasty. But, hey, I rhymed. You know, that's, that's the one thing I knew about lyrics. You're supposed to rhyme. Uh, and least... here's the thing. I got to say something real quick is I don't think Benny is a bad lyricist because Benny is writing all the time. Exactly. And I think that has so much to do with it. I mean, even naming songs like I've been writing songs for a super long time. So different than Benny. And I, I would name I didn't write the lyrics. I would just write this like orchestral music or whatever. But I would name them really funny stuff. And it's kind of like the same thing with you, when you're writing anything, you name it something and you you can name it sort of something fun. So I don't know, lyric writing is kind of 
it, it's it's in it's in a lot of more things than just purely writing lyrics. But um, yeah, I don't know if you, I, we should talk about how to write lyrics. I yeah, guess. Yeah, I think um, I think what we yeah. should do. Let's start with Chloe. Let's go through uh, our our lyric writing process. First, I have to say that uh, I really love what you said, Ben, because that's the starting point. That's really the starting point. Yes. You say something and say, oh, my God, it's so cheesy. It's so bad. I can't believe it. I don't want to write that. And you go into a kind of internal drama. And that's exactly the first stage. You know, you, you, you feel self-conscious, uncomfortable and all that. But if you go through that, and continue writing, then you will come up with stupid ideas and funny stuff like just Ryan mentioned. And that you, you, you start becoming more creative and you, you surprise yourself. And that's where the, the writing really starts, you know, the creative writing. So you're just at phase one. You have to go at phase two. <laughs> and well, this is not going to be the first And there's nothing <laughs> wrong with writing song love songs. There's We're not gonna... nothing wrong with that because there's millions of people listen to love songs. You know, think of Adele, for example, you know. Everybody's listening to Adele. She's a great singer. And guess what? It's pretty much I want to be close to you and then you cheat <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. And some people listen to that. You know, it, it, you don't, it, it's not doing a PhD writing a song. It's, it's communicating with people. That's what it is. So if it is I'm, cl I'm close to you, guess what? The Carpenters, you know, great singers. Oh, oh yes. Carpenters, Let's... you know. And it's there's one that is called Close to You. It's a wonderful song. And it's not that exotic, you know, for, for the lyrics. So the lyrics don't, don't have to be, you know, a PhD thesis or uh, some kind of very dark poem. You know, it can be very simple stuff, you know. A lot of people it's think stuff that, you, you know. say to your lo the loved one, your loved one, of... or your cats, or your baby, your, your yeah, neighbor conversational because a lot of people when they start writing in the beginning and i did the same thing i think it's got to be some epic poem and i got to use words i wouldn't use in everyday conversation yeah i know rocket in the pocket yeah. that, that, that was epic so do you use that in everyday conversation <laughs> no i do not <laughs> so actually no that's kind of interesting that you say that because that's kind of how it is with writing books i remember when i first read jamie's book raise your voice i read this and i thought oh it sounds like i just know him like he's my buddy he's just talking to me it reads very conversationally and then my first books that i wrote in 2012 and 13 that was the feedback i got from people it's like oh i read your book and i don't need a dictionary next to it in order to understand what you're saying and you know i can and, yeah like, wow yeah, yeah and, and that's that's how those two overlap you know i find myself doing that too i'm like do i really say incessantly and then I'm like, yeah, maybe, I guess. I'm like, yeah, incessantly is a cool word. And, you know, you look at the makeup of words. You know, if it's a cool word, if it's it's cool. And if it works in that song, it works. But, yeah, it's Absolutely. the same thing with books. You know, you can't just say stuff that people that people need to whip out the dictionary. You know, watch your diction. Um, that's a really great one right there. And yeah. I would say something to help that is write in, a, write in a book with a pen. That is a huge thing for me when I just started doing that. You know, you, you really get in touch with your own thoughts when there's you know sometimes with our iphones we can look up stuff and i don't know it's it's nice to be isolated with just that book and a pen but i know no, jamie just great. writes lyrics with his mind so i mean he can go well, into well, that. Mind that, powers. But, but you want to know something uh, i love that he just said that about paper to pen that's how i wrote raise your voice the first uh, when i oh, first wow. wrote it and it was all and then i had to transcribe it through microsoft word but it really 
let me tap into who I am. So, um, you know, back in the day, back to lyrics, I mean, I started in the 80s. I was playing in bar bands and then I thought, I want to write some music. I bought a songwriting book. And from that songwriting book, I learned that I must rhyme all the time or it was a crime. <laughs> and then what had happened, I did that for many years. And I wrote about things like um, love and fighting and, you know, things a 21 year old, you know, thinking about partying until I kind of grew. Uh, and, and nowadays, uh, like Ryan said, I don't, if you've read my lyrics, if you've, if you've heard, uh, Lisa casual suicide, if you heard fallen that, uh, the project I'm in with Ryan range of fire East that we released, I don't write those lyrics and I don't rhyme all the time. Um, you know, I, I like to tell a story and, uh, I'm more about phrasing and how to move from one line to, to the next. And, uh, Ryan, I want to pull this up real quick. We, we just started a song called Disheartened. Uh, that Ryan's singing lead, uh, lead on it. And uh, the, the songs we're writing for this band is uh, about uh, books written by Terry Brooks. So a lot of it's kind of fantasy, apocalyptic. But um, when he was singing it, and uh, I'll read you a couple lines. Um, this is kind of goth and uh, dark, though, but it starts out falling angels, burning wings. The sting of death will pierce the veil into the valley of the souls. The old world left. And the word left actually starts the next line. Left behind the broken ones of flesh and bone. Out of the ashes rise new races born of man to find their own way back, which takes you into the B section. So uh, he and I'm sure Ryan's done this. He's written, you know, he's, he's put out umpteen records already. Um, but I like to find ways to flow and play on words and uh, not necessarily rhyme every in of a, a line, you know, how can I lead the story into another section and maybe take the same word that ends a line and use it to start the next line and not sing that word twice. Like we don't sing left twice or own twice. We sing it once and go right into the next part. You know, so, and that's so funny that you, you say that Jamie, because I actually, my singing got a lot better when I got your, I mean, it was like amazing when I, when I got your program, but I actually putting, putting it together now, like your advice about rhyming stuff. I mean, I didn't even put that together to now, but that that's, that's exactly what I, what I'm, I totally took your advice super well. And actually I think that's my best albums were after I read raise your voice and you know, your stuff right there. So Dude, you look, did influence that. It's l so cool. Listen to Lisa, the acoustic version. Uh, I can't take the silence. Do with me what you will. Uh, I can't claim her innocence and face the uh, coming storm. None of that rhymes. You do yeah. not catch it in the song. No, no one's like, Oh, he's not rhyming. <laughs> yeah and you know what but i was so anal about that years ago like oh my gosh i i can't find a word that rhymes with the orange what am i going to do you know porridge maybe i can use that you know so uh, there there are no i mean there are rules to songwriting yeah and bva but there's no rules to being creative exactly so, i mean the, the most song i'm proud of is like i wrote about a a guy who keeps you know, prisoners in like a white tower. And then one day, like, you know, it, it, they escape and it, the whole thing explodes and stuff. And it's like, I don't know, you have to just be super, you know, creative. And obviously it's, it's funny when you describe songs like that because songs flow in such a different way where it's like, this is enjoyable as the moment passes. So lyrics are kind of special in that way. And the, the stories can be quite kind of interesting um, you know, they songs go places, they go back to places. It's all something we have to keep inside of our our concept of the song. So it's 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 really interesting. But yeah, um, 
people who want to try writing, do you guys have any input on that? Yeah, let's go to that. So, Ryan, uh, I'm going to flip the question on you. Flip it uh, back on me. You've written a bunch of songs. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. What, I, give us like one or two tips for someone who's new to songwriting and they're just getting uh, started yeah. and they want to try it out. What What would you? What advice would you give? I mean, I think probably Claude and Jamie are probably amazing songwriters. I'm probably closer to you, Benny. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm. I wouldn't say it's my strong suit, but it's. You know, I wish I did it earlier. I would say do it as early as possible. Like what I saw these people making songs. You know, on I. You guys got to check out this. If anyone's listening, they want to go check out Tabit.net. Okay, this what this is an entire community of people who wrote songs and there was a rating system on this on the site originally it was just meant for guitar tablature but you could put any general midi out of your computer and make songs and there's a huge not really huge but a great amount of people on there who put out amazing music you could play it back everyone said like oh this is a great song i put my own music on there i just got one star one out of four star <laughs> and I kept going. I I, I I got all this negative feedback, like, dude, you suck and all this stuff. And I listened to these people's songs. And I'm like, how do they make this music? But I can see how they made it right there. They typed 65352 right there. And I'm like, you can't just steal people's music like that. What you do is you have to listen inside of yourself and make these songs. So I went up from one to four. And I would say that's how oh. I just started writing music. You know, yeah. And, but I saw other people on unfortunately there's no way to sing on that program or anything people would put like an oboe and put lyrics over the top of the oboe <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty great i mean it sounds okay uh it kind of might sound like a voice you know i'm offended that you don't like oboe <laughs> no i love oboe i mean yeah I, yeah I, no the general midi sampled recordings of oboe hmm i don't know <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't say it's like super great uh, <laughs> um anyways all right yeah so we're gonna have people get started right away and then get maybe started check writing outside. yeah Sorry. get started writing lyrics right away you know I, I my mistake i would say is i started just doing the music too much yeah uh, i guess start with mm -hmm. start with that if you uh know? so something that i picked up from what you said and also what claude said before we started recording i have kind of in my brain formulated what that like a tip i guess i would give since i haven't written a bunch of lyrics but i have written a lot of newsletters and books and stuff I would nice. say um, a big part of it is the first draft isn't the one you're going to publish. So if you don't like it or it Absolutely. sounds dumb or whatever, like no one has to know, you know, yeah. you can keep working on it. So I guess that's that's my I'm stealing Claude's thunder there because that's what he basically told me in different words. <laughs> well, it's like I tell my my authors that I work with. And I see this one, and Claude can relate to me because he's ran many publishing companies. Your first-time author is so married to every word that's in their book that when you present it to an editor, they about have a coronary. Don't be married uh, to your songs. I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, be, don't be afraid to divorce it or change the relationship up. Uh, you may rewrite a song uh, many times. You may write 50 songs, and, and you may have a book full of lyrics, which I did way back then. And uh, probably a hundred songs of lyrics, you know, lyrics or songs I, I have not even used that I won't use because it was a learning process. Mm. And now it's funny, Ryan, Ryan made the joke that, uh, you know, Jamie just think, dreams them up, but it's true. Um, I don't, I literally don't write lyrics anymore. Uh, what You ever go into a, a department store and you hear a song on the radio 
and you, you know it, but you can't make it out. You know, people are talking so like very light. You're like, what is that? Like, oh my God, that's separate ways, my journey. And then it clicks and then you, the lyrics come to you. That's how they come to me. Uh, Ryan, like in our writing process, he'll send me a song and the first thing will happen, something will inspire me and I'll come up with a, a song title. And then I'll listen to what he's done. I'll play some piano. We kind of uh, uh, work it out. And then they start unraveling. I start hearing little bits of the melody and little words pop into my head. So we basically, um, and I'm cool. I'm, thank you, Ryan, for letting me write all the lyrics because I know they're nuts. <laughs> but um, I'll write them out. I'll work with him. Maybe we'll redo something. And then uh, I'll find all oh, this word don't work in the phrase. So then I do edit and nitpick and I'll change a word here or there uh, until the song is finished. But really not too much. I mean, I would say that I nitpick way more than you in my own personal stuff. And that is a trap we can fall into. But at the same time, you do want to be bettering yourself. And I know everybody goes goes with this, you know. Obviously, it happens to everyone. I always change my lyrics, change my sounds of everything. And it, it can be it can be something that you, just a pit that an endless pit that you fall into. You can never hit the ground. Um, no. So you have to just mm -hmm. you have to actually put something out. And so we're getting closer to that. Not me and Jamie. Um, we're 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 extremely far away. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it'll be about ten years from that way. I'm moving. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I do want to add one tip before we pass off to uh, to Claude. What what I would suggest if you're new to uh, songwriting and lyric writing is uh, first of all, what genre are you in? Uh, or do you want to write like? Uh, I'm not saying that I want you to copy a band, but maybe you're into rock like Ultra Bridge. Maybe you're into R&B like Earth, Wind, and Fire or Prince. Uh, whatever your genre. I highly suggest you go and make a playlist of, you know, 10 to 20 songs and it may be songs you've heard your entire life, but did you really sit down and actually mm -hmm. not just sing lyrics, read the lyrics and see yep. what they were telling you? Know, that's a secret. That's a secret just there. People don't stop and actually uh, read the lyrics, not listen to the song. Because uh, when you listen to a song, the lyrics is already in the melody. If you can just read the lyrics alone and forget about the song, you're going to learn a lot about songwriting lyrics uh, uh, just there. But it was very interesting, Ryan, what you said, you know, because uh, it it, it points out to the idea of uh, being humble. You know, if you start with a big head, you know, uh, pretending to be uh, some kind of uh, diva uh, songwriter it's it it doesn't work you know people oh, gonna yeah. see through you uh, in uh, in a fraction of, uh, of a second and uh, <laughs> they're not gonna relate to your stuff so uh, one of the thing that I, I like in your story Ryan is that you you basically try you do your best and you listen to people you watch re people's reaction and that's a, that's a school in itself you know because maybe writing song is has to do with communication. You're communicating with people, not just talking, uh, uh, not just putting yourself up there. You know, it, maybe it's about communication. For it, me, it, it is. is about communication for sure. I, yeah, I believe it is too. Yeah, um, and uh, it, Jamie, in your in, in, in what you mentioned, there's plenty of material. I think one of the 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 great tool you can have as a songwriter is to finish your songs, because we uh, we know so many people that have plenty of portion of a song, you know, in their desk, in their computer, and on their hard drive, and they never end up with something, you know, because it's just ID. When I started writing songs. I thought the writing song was about inspiration. And now I know 
few a few decade later that uh, it's not about inspiration it's about inspiration yes in the first place but it's a lot of hard work you know to bring your yeah. inspiration into a first draft of a song and then to polish it you know to 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 remove all the little things that do not work and to end up with an interpretation that is or that is worthy of uh, what you wrote so it's a whole process and yeah you, you don't learn to write songs by pretending to be a poet and uh, posting on uh, uh, theoretical matter on on songwriting you learn to to write songs by writing songs again and again and again and maybe after 50 you 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 get good at it it's a well, refine for refinement process yeah. and that's the whole core of your your the song the fellow songwriting workshop I mean really that's what you're doing you're helping uh, songwriters and BVA to get over that hump because um, that's why I wrote mind over music people aren't finishing songs so especially having you and tiago to uh to lead them you know as uh not really hold them by the hand but as tour guides and and making them accountable to finish uh you know so many songs in, in 100 days oh uh, what we've seen is is so amazing you have no idea you know we have seen songs that uh surprise their 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 author you know when somebody write a song and say i'm i'm surprised i wrote that song you know it's so uh it's so fascinating so wow. it's 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 good to have a community and if we did that uh, workshop is basically for one of the reasons to build the community of songwriters i think it's a really fun class i want to do it next time <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna leave it next time maybe i don't I, know i would don't do another one yeah but then Claude would want me to write, you know, three or four songs in a hundred days and <laughs> and finish them. And Ryan knows my track record. <laughs> so, well, I was going to say that. I mean, we just can't, we can't let our songs get old. Really? No. I mean, that it's a thing. If you write a song, it has, it's, like it it's like a, per it's like a person. It's like, it ha it's great. It's growing older. Oh, it's you're, going you're, to school. You're, you're birthing a child. You're birthing yeah, a child. You, you got, you got to hurry up, you know? So uh, uh, I'm convinced that, you know, when I, uh, when I look at you, Ryan, and I see all your creativity and how many songs you wrote and all the things you did it. Uh, I'm sure everybody who likes music can write songs. That's yeah, that's my personal belief. So when I'm listening to 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 uh, to Ben saying, you know, I don't want to write cheesy songs, so I don't write anything, and I <laughs> I have the secret gold of converting Ben. Oh to a great! Oh nice! And uh, <laughs> you know, he doesn't have to share his songs with everybody. But and Ben is a musician. <laughs> so Ben does play. He reads music. He plays clarinet. I know so. you got tremendous knowledge about oh, yeah, music. I've been, I've been practicing my clarinet a bit more. Oh nice! Yeah. yeah I and love and getting love, getting back into it love it so See, the only thing the only thing basically you need to write a song is a, p a keyboard or a guitar because those are the two best instruments to write a song so you can try backpipes but it's kind of uh, i think you could start on clarinet i don't know i, I, think, you know what, I think whenever someday we're gonna meet up and i'm gonna bring a bunch of bagpipes and i'm going to just wear bagpipes and that's just all the time. I know you love bagpipes. Dude, that's probably the craziest instrument to do vocal exercises to. But you know what? <laughs> do this note. The queen has to listen to half an hour of bagpipes every single day of function. So uh, you, you gain some respect for royalty just by that. Well, I think that Ben <laughs> should do a solo record. Oh, and, and we'll call him Benny G. 
Oh, <laughs> that's my old man joke for the night. Okay, that's that's savage. All right, so somewhere in there, we found some tips about songwriting. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't want to make this podcast like, oh, let's make Benny write write music, because I don't think that's really. Longer. I think everybody has different interests. We were just talking about that. What do you? What makes your voice feel the best? It's when you're when you feel when it makes you feel good. You know, when Claude calls it pleasure, which I don't know. I don't call it that. But I don't, I I like don't know that. if I want to use the word pleasure. That has yeah, some like interesting it. connotations word, Claude, to it. I, it's probably got a good translation. <laughs> what did you say, Jamie? I pleasured my voice today. I have an excuse for not using appropriate words. For your <laughs> well, it's a good translation. <laughs> Canadian, that's his excuse. <laughs> but if 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 people can get out of this that yes, you can write songs, you can try try and again and again and again and make a community around yourself and or reach for a community. Uh, if you have this taste, you know, you should follow that because uh, it may lead you to something interesting. And for a singer, singing your own song the song that you create that's you mean every single word of it you know it has so much power it's a I'm very really, totally different experience i'm really excited to get there with these songs i'm working on but it's just i don't know why i'm hitting so many problems i think it is the age factor i'm working on a lot of old songs but it is something that you just have to either get over or throw it away. I mean, I move on. you have to you have to actually come to terms with these things. And maybe this is not going to influence people to become a lyricist because of how crazy it is. But if you do finish the lyrics and if you do finish the song, the song's done. So I mean, it's time to put it out, or you can keep it yourself, play it at live shows or whatever you want to do. Um, but there, yeah, I don't know. I just think there's a lot it's, of. Uh... It's definitely not easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's if emotional. You, if you it's... team with people, if you team with people to, to get real honest feedback, what we call high quality feedback, where, where people actually sit down, take the time to listen to your song or read your lyrics and just pay attention to what they feel and the, what kind of images they have into their mind and they share that back with you. Th that process alone, you're going to learn so much from that. You it, know? It's not easy to find someone who can actually do that with you though. I mean, you don't do it with your dad. It's a fear factor for the individual artist. I, I pushed Ryan to hurry up into mix fallen for when I was in India so I could use it over there for radio uh, promotions and stuff uh, for the workshop. And, I love the song. I honestly do. I mean, I, I love the way our voices sound together, but it's it's still even being a songwriter as long as we've been, it's still that thing inside thinking, how will I be accepted? You know, how how are they going to feel? You know, we want to hear it constructive criticism. Um, you know, it is so hard these days with that sort of Facebook world too, because you know your mom is on there, your dad's on there, your sister's on there. I don't know your your uncle's on there. I mean, it's not it's not really going to a bar and playing your music you know there's people out there who actually might want to hear your song um so it is it's definitely difficult with the internet sort of world so find your communities you know spread it there and um but i don't know we're getting off track on <laughs> with no, no, stuff. no you're, you're on track i mean okay. right, like, even with fallen someone said oh i loved it but you know in the beginning why didn't you sing in an octave higher which we did i mean we there's like 40 something vocal parts that song it didn't the song didn't call for it because we were creating the song we knew what it called for for our taste uh why is the drum so fast at the end so you're, you're going to hear from all your musician friends 
who will say, well, I, I would have done the string parts differently or, you know, I, I would have liked this. That's OK. That's OK, because we're all individuals. We have our own taste. We have our own input. Take the constructive criticism, but don't let criticism in general, um, you know, stunt you from moving on. Do like a, he said, Ben, write 50 songs and they may all be cheesy and crappy. But number 51, like Claude said, could be the one that you finally connect to. So well, and, just and, that I think well, has a lot of parallels just with singing in general. Like, uh, you know, it's so easy to let one random person like just totally mess it up for you or you get bad feedback from a few people all at once. And then, oh, I'm done. You quit. Mm -hmm. um, same with singing. I mean, you might end up, you know, writing songs or you might end up actually just singing. Like if you go perform karaoke, whatever it is, you might do 50 where you don't get that great reception. Uh, but number 51, you do really well. You know, you practice, you practice, you practice, uh, and then you you get better. Like if if you know what to do and then you do it consistently, then you get the outcome, whether that's a good song or a good voice. I think sometimes, for me... Sometimes just one positive comment, you know, that is, uh, that is just well-placed can yep. make a whole difference in someone's life. That's that why we are very... Careful to 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 help people in this process. So uh, in VVA, uh, at least people know that they have a community to go to if they want to write songs. You know, you know, I mentioned the positive comment for me because uh, a lot of you on the podcast in school know I've had a vocal damage from the glass breaking. So honestly, working with Ryan and letting me hear my raw tracks, it has been. Uh, even as a coach and as a singer, it's challenging for me because I feel like I have my own setbacks with my my nerve damage. And he he said the most beautiful thing to me um, <laughs> not too long ago. And he says, Jamie, um, you know who nobody else wrote that song. Nobody else wrote the lyrics you did. Nobody else has sang this song. It's yours to sing. Um, so you don't need to compare it to anybody else. You know, just just be yourself. And I thought, wow, you know, that was so empowering for me nice. uh, in this project. So thank you. you know, <laughs> That's awesome. I was going to say something real quick about the lyrics is that also when you when you make these lyrics and it's your song and stuff, you actually can get a nice little charge off of the lyrics you write. So think about that as it's almost like you get a little, you know, extra life sometimes when you get to these parts of the songs that you wrote where you where you think yourself oh my God, I mean that so much in a certain way or whatever the, the song is. And you actually can get like an energy boost. So think about it like that. It's a little game in a way, you know, it's you're trying to help both things out. So I, I only listen to songs where I like want to sing that because it means it meant so much to that person. You know, I mean, the, a, a lot of songs can get there, but, you know, not every single one. Um, but yeah, just try name for that, I think. When making the song your own. Hmm. I think with that, I think we about wrapped it up. All right, um, sweet. You know, we, yeah, we, no, this is good. I I actually really like having Claude on and Ryan yeah, on, and I just don't cool. really have to do anything. I can just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to do something. You have to write songs. Now. Oh yeah, and I have to write songs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. songs to write, brother. Yeah, that's true. I guess. <laughs> hey, okay. Thank you well, for inviting us. It was a pleasure to be with you. I listen to you every week and. Uh, it's all right, well, now you get to listen to you. Me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, awesome. Yeah, really uh, creative Claude and Ryan to be on with us. So thank you, guys. And uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you got some good tips and ideas and inspiration and stuff. So go out, write some music. If you do, be sure to 
post somewhere on the internet send it that to we us. send it to yeah. us in VVA. We're gonna we're gonna take care of it. You yeah, know, we're, sure. we're gonna give you a critique and we're gonna nurture what you do. For sure. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Cool. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you in the next episode. Later. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.